Well, okay, let's get started. Yesterday's stuff is stuff Yud Beis. Today is uh, Yud Gimel, and we're going to do a review of yesterday's stuff. Get to today's. Um, the focus, of course, as we saw yesterday, is all about the mysteries of Maisabrashas of creation, the secrets of the Torah, the Kabbalistic ideas. As we know, that the only are allowed to teach that to a one on one. Nevertheless, um, the Gemara does have certain things that it says. A lot of things we can understand. A lot of things, more even more than that, we cannot. Are un- very hard to understand. Anyway, but we'll do our best, and uh, that's what we're, that's what yesterday's daf is, and today's daf focuses more on the Maisa Merkava, the uh, which is uh, even more esoteric, which is a part of the vision of Yecheskel and what that's all about. The throne of Hashem and all those details. So Where's the Merkava? Where's the Merkava? That's exactly what we're going to find out. Well, oh, okay. okay, that's the topic. Okay. <coughs> all right. It's a tank in, the, in Hebrew, no? A tank. Okay. So the uh, Gemara's question is, is that uh, as we know that there are certain parameters, Hashem does allow us to think within to focus on, to contemplate. But beyond that is out, out of bounds, basically. And uh, that's what the question is, is that why do we need a Pasuk um, that says, Why does he say that Pasuk, which tells you earliest back you can think for a focus on, when actually we already said that in the next line of so the Gemara explains that it's teaching us another idea, like Rabbi Lozer says, which is that Adam Rishon originally in his initial creation was very large, was from the, the, the size from earth to heaven. Um, he spanned the entire earth, but after the sin, Hashem placed his hands on him and, and shrunk him. And that's a pasuk that says, Ochor v'paskentelem, Ochor v'kedem tzartani, that basically there was like a, a two two formings of Adam Rishon, by placing his palm on him, he became smaller. Now, there's a version of Rav the name of Rav that says that not that his height was from one end of the world to the other end of the world. Um, and that's a quote of the Pasuk, that was his length. But when he sinned, so then Hashem put his hand on him and then shrunk him. As the Pesach says, Now, if that's the case, it seems that uh, Adam's initial height, one source says he was from earth to heaven, the other source says from one end of the earth to the other. So is that contradictory? So the says, no, actually there is the same height. Now, review the same name of Rav, there are ten things that were created on the first day of creation. Shamayim and Eretz, Toho and Bohu, or in Choshech, Ruch Mayim, Midas Yom and Midas Laila. And the, all of these are sourced in the Apostle because it says, by Shemayim Ba'aretz, Bereshish, Spara, Lakima, Esa Shemayim, Es Aretz, Tobavo, it says, Ba'aretz, Oisa, Sofavo. Or Vachoshech, as the Apostle says, it's Choshech, Alpaniyatom, and then it says, Vayom, Relakimi, Or. And Ruach Amayim, because it says, Ruach Alakim, Rachefes, Alpaniyamayim. So you have Ruach, you have Mayim, you have these prime, uh, basically primary. Material that were created on day one, whatever they are, 
and the Midah of Yom and Laila, because it says at the end of the day, implying that there's a night and there's a day, at least the concepts are conceptually, there was something going on, even in the first day of creation. Now, um, what is all of these things? So uh, the Gemara ex- explains that uh, that the word that tohu is referring to this green uh, line that that circles the earth, okay, um, and from there the, the darkness comes forth, as the pasuk says, Yashas Choshech Sisros That's what tohu refers to now. What's fascinating is, I don't know if you saw, I sent to the group, yeah, that, that actually from space... It's green. And it's green. It's a green line that goes around the Earth. Amazing. Like, uh, well, I don't, I don't, like how did they know? But whatever, they, they had a tradition, and uh, it's actually green. What do you know? Um, I mean, uh, like a Dafyomi forum group with a bunch of Magadish here. So somebody posted that. So I, share, so I shared it. If it's something interesting, I'll share it past. Okay, next was uh, the, the bohu. We said bohu is these, these damp rocks that are <coughs> in the depths, and that's where water comes forth from. Um, and, um, and that's what it says, the kavto and avne bohu. So the Gemara is bothered. Is that is that true that the light came on for day one? Yeah, but doesn't it say that the that the the heavenly the sun, moon, and stars was placed in the heavens? Um, uh, so the so the Gemara and that was day four. So the Gemara explains two answers. First answer is Rabbi Lozer's answer, which uh, basically is that Hashem created a special light on day one, and uh, that light was so powerful that you could see from one end of the world to the other. And uh, when Hashem saw that there's going to be in the future some bad people, bad generations, the generations of the flood, the generation of the dispersion, so he says, I'm not interested in them using that light. They use it for no good. If you could see one end of the world to the other, it's not going to be good. So he hid it away for the righteous people in the future. As the Pesach says, So Tov, it refers to the Tzadik, in Tzadik Kitov. Um, and when Hashem saw that the, it was hidden for the tzaddikim, that made Hashem happy, as it says, "Or tzaddikim yisamach." Okay. Now the other opinion is uh, we said it's Maklok Sanam. The first, this is like the first Tana. The uh, Rebbe Lazar says that it's uh, that the light was so powerful that Adam could see from one end of the world to the other. <laughs> and Sashitas Reb Yaakov, but the Chumash say that it's the same lights that that were put in the on day four. But uh, they were created on day one, and they weren't put into the constellation on day four. Now, uh, Rav Zutra Bartuvius said the name of Rav, that there were ten things that were used in creation. Okay? Sorotvarim were like the ingredients used in creation. They are Chachmat Funadas. Okay? Chachmat wisdom, Tvunas understanding, Das is knowledge. Koach, Ga'ara, and Gvura, strength, rebuke, and uh, might, or might, rebuke, and strength, okay, two forms of strength, okay, um, Tzedek, Mishpat, Chesed, and Rachamim, and those are the last four. Now, Chachman, uh, Tfuna, as we see in the Pasuk, it says, Hashem, Chachmi, Yasser, Aretz, Konin, Shemaim, Bitfuna, that's two. Vidas, it says, Betaitu, Tavis, Nifku, Koach, and Gvura, as it says, um, 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 as it says, and Nezar Bigvura. So that's the the mountains were 
formed with koach and girded with strength, with gvura, um, power to withstand, you know, other forces. That's what gvura means. Okay, it's a, a there's a difference between koach is the power of impacting something else. That's koach, and I'm trying to explain the difference. And gvura is the ability to withstand outside forces. You know, holding firm. Okay. That's Gibor Hakovish is Yitzrov. You understand? That's the idea of what Gvura is about. At least my, my understanding. Gara is like a rebuke. That's where the, uh, the pillars of heaven were weakening, but because of God's rebuke, they firmed, they firmed up. And Tzedek and Mishpat, as the Pazak says, Tzedek Mishpat Bechad Kizecha. It's the foundation of your throne and Chesed Rachmim because it says Those were always there. So you see, Chesed Rachmim are part of the part and parcel of the ingredients that God used in the creation of the world. Okay. Next we saw is that when Hashem created a said name of Rav and Hashem created the world, um, he it was continually expanding until um, uh, like like two uh, balls of yarn, so continually going out and out until God yelled or rebuked it and then it stopped it from continuing the continual <laughs> expansion um, and that's the Pasuk we quoted and that's what Rishlakish says when it says in the word shakai, the word Shakai is Shamarti said to the world enough enough expansion stop stop growing continue, continue to grow Rishlakish says that when Hashem created the sea, it also was going beyond its boundaries until God yelled at it and dried up the edges. And that's how there's land. Um, and that's the Apostle Go'er Bayom, Vayevshehu, and the Naharos were Hechriv. Now, Bishami says that the heavens were created before earth. As the Apostle says, um, uh, So heaven comes before earth. And Basil says, uh, that the Eretz was there before. Eretz and then Shemayim. As the Pesach says, Eretz v'shemayim. Eretz v'shemayim. First Eretz, then Shemayim. Do we believe in the theory that the Eretz, you know, that the continents have moved? There's no basis that I've seen as far as that goes in here. Just All we have is what we see in the description of, create, you know, of creation. That's all we have. I didn't see anything in Gemara that discussed those ideas, that those theories that you know the Earth were attached and then they pulled apart. You know, I'm not, I'm not seeing that. We have a few hints. We'll see. I don't know if you noticed that the, we saw that there's machlokas. Uh, how many pillars? What, what what the Earth stands on? There's some pillars, either twelve pillars or seven pillars. But what are the seven pillars maybe correspond to? We know that there's seven continents, you know, so I have no idea. Maybe. I can't explain anything, and but what there's about something. The one pillar? Or the one pillar, right? That's, exactly, that's, that's another. I have a picture you It's called Sadiq. It's holding up the whole earth, the whole. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. I know exactly. One hand, too. It looks like they, they, they match into each other and they pulled apart. But I didn't see anything, any source on it. Anyway. So Bishame and Bishil are arguing what was created first, the heaven or the earth. So, so Bishil says to Bishamai, they said earth makes sense, because how could it be building the second story before the first story? You gotta go in order. You gotta start with earth, then you can build the second story. Just pure logic. That's where you're looking at. 
Yeah, Beis Shammai said, according to you, why would a person make his footstool before he makes his throne? As the Apostle says, Amayim Kisi, the heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. That's where Hashem's footstool is. What, do you, what always comes first? The first you make the throne, and then you match the footstool to, to the leg length. Obviously, Hashem doesn't have a physical form, but theoretically, that's the idea. Um, and uh, anyway, bottom line is, that's their argument. Um, it's interesting is, is that uh, although there's, this one says like this, this one says like that, the Chum disagree with both of them. It says that they were both created simultaneously. And as a positive to that effect, it says, Yada Yasta Elsta Aretz, be immediately One hand working on the earth, the other hand working on heaven at the same time. And it says, um, that's what it says, Yachtov. What do they do with the word Yachtov? Yachtov sounds like they're happening simultaneously. So they says that Yachtov means that the, the, they're not pulling apart at the seams. Heaven and earth are still inter, you know, attached to each other, they're not like separating. Uh, away from each other. That's what the Yachtam is doing, according to Rabbi Shami Bezila. Anyway, bottom line is the Psukim seem to contradict. How do they, I mean, one person says Shamayim and then Aretz, the other one says Aretz and Shamayim. So what do we do with the Psukim? So the Gemara explains that, uh, that uh, Rish Lakish has, has his own shot. He says that really in creation, heaven was created before earth. But in in implementation or placing in spot in their lo- in location, the earth was placed first, and then the heaven was put on top of it. So in other words, they were created separately, and then they were attached to each other. That's what that's how Rish Lakish looks at it. Okay, and then it like sort of answers the psukim. The Shemayim was first. That's what in creation, but in 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 implementation or in, in planting, it was the the earth was planted first. Okay, now, Rabbi Yossi, that's Shitas Rish Lakish. Now, Rab, now, what is the meaning of the word Shamayim? So, two pshatim. First pshat is Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chanini says the word Shamayim is Shesham Mayim. There is water. That's what Shamayim means. And uh, the, in the Brisa, it says that it's the word coming from the word Eish Umayim. It's fire and water in the, in the meaning, okay? Which uh, Hashem took fire and water and he mixed it together, and that's what the heaven is. So Rabbi Shmuel asked Rabbi Kiva when they were walking, he says, look, you served Nachim Gamzu, so Nachim Gamzu, you learned by him for 22 years. Rabbi Kiva was the Talmud of Nachim Gamzu for 22 years, so he asked him, tell me, um, um, he dashed every S in the Torah, what does he do with the S in the beginning of Torah? Bereshus bara elokim S ha-shamayim, S could have just said, Shamayim Oretz, why does it say S? So he, said, he explained that if we wouldn't say the word S over there, so then I would have uh, thought that maybe Shamayim is the name of Hashem. Parashim is Baralukim Shamayim. Elukim Shamayim is part of his name. When you say Eser Shamayim, then it means it's, a, it's the creation of God. It makes a separation between God and the creation. But in other languages, when yeah. you translate, it's a big argument throughout history. I mean, a uh, big Yeah. They say that, like in Spanish, Reshit bara Elohim et Hashamayim, not et. There is no et. There's no word as, right. There's no word. So, Hashem bara Elohim, and Elohim was the one who created. 
Right, that's the same. But that's the purpose by having the language with the word "s," which creates a, a separation. It clarifies it. That's exactly what the answer is for that. So the Gemara says that works for Shemayim, because that's the one that's next to Hashem's name. But, but what about the uh, Esaretz? Why do you have to say the Esaretz? Nice thing, because that's the pshat that the Shemayim was created first and then Aretz. They weren't created together. If you'd say Bereisish Bar Lakim Es Hashemayim Vaaretz then you could say that they were created simultaneously. You're saying this were, uh, understanding is that it wasn't created simultaneously. Next, we said that the land was a tov of all. So the question is, if the heaven was created first, like we're saying, so then why we start talking about Aretz first? It should be focusing on Shemayim. So Gemara says, it's like a marshal of a king when he invites his servants to come visit him. And all of them come to visit. So the ones who normally wake up early, okay, nash but the ones that wake that don't usually wake up early that come early, that's more impressive. So he's more focused on that. And earth and heaven, heaven moves fast and earth moves slow. The fact that earth was ready to go, so that created a, 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 an appreciation by Hashem and he and, and therefore he focused on the earth first. Okay, next we saw Rabbi Yossi says that um, that uh, people who see, but they don't know what they're seeing, they're standing, they don't know what they're standing on. What is the heaven, what is the earth standing on? That's the question. So we quote a pasuk, that it's standing on pillars, the pillars stand on water, what all this, all this are mysteries, so the, the, the water stands on mountains, the mountain stands on ruach, spirit, um, and uh, the spirit stands on wild, you know, Gale winds, you know, strong winds. That's Sa'ara, and uh, Sa'ara stands is hanging on the on the strength of God, as the pasuk says, "Mitachas roos olam." Come say that it's that's one shot. The other shot is that it's standing that there's twelve pillars that it stands on the world. Ayatzev gvulos amim the mispar b'nei Israel. The other shot is is that it's a seven, as the pasuk says, "Chatzvamudel shiva." That there's seven pillars that the world stands on. Again, it's, it's mysterious things. What's not clear? What's being referred to? Rabbi Lazar Shamua says it's actually a single pillar, and that's the the name of the pillar is called Sadik, as the pasuk says, "Vet Sadik is sold over." Now, um, how many heavens are there? So first, we says Rabbi Yudah says that there's two heavens because it says Shemayim and Shemea Shemayim, two layers of heaven, and uh, Rish Lakish says actually there's seven. And they all have a name. Seven layers of heaven. There's the Vilon, Rakia, Shachim, Zvol, Maon, Mechon, and Aravos. And all of these are... What's the Mekor of the Sheva? Is it, each one has a pus, special puzzle uh-huh. that refers to all of them. So we're going through one at a time. So first it says that the first layer, the, the lowest layer, has a name, uh, is Vilon. And Vilon, he says, it doesn't really do anything. It's just there, and it's a new layer that's there that comes every day in creation. Then above that is what we call Rekia, and the Rekia is what has all the heavenly bodies. That's the what's in that level. And we quoted a puzzle to that effect. The next one is what's called Shechakim. Shechakim is above that layer, and Shechakim means grinding, and that's where it, what's, uh, it's being ground up in heaven. The um, uh, the 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 mud for the tzaddikim mud the mud the mir- miraculous food that is for the tzaddikim that's coming from that next layer of heaven the next one is called zvul that's where the yushalayim shalmala is located 
That's where there's a Mizbeach in heaven. That's where the Michal, the angel, is bringing sacrifices of Karbanas. And we quote a Pasuk, Beis Zavolach. Then we talked about, it's called, you know, and each one we find the word Shemayim to describe it. Ma'on is where the, there's, there's groups of Malchai Asharis that are singing Shira at night, and they're quiet in the day because of the Jewish people's honor, so that Hashem should be listening to our song. And that, uh, we say that in Davening, I don't know if you noticed, on Yom, on Yom Kippur, we have a contrast that uh, between the angels singing on high, and then we say, but Hashem is happy to listen to our, you know, you know, poultry expressions. Hashem enjoys our song. Okay, I don't know if you know the pasuk. Whatever it's for, Visa Tila. We have it in Davening. Anyway, on Yom Kippur, so there are angels are quiet for the honor of the Jewish people when we're davening. That Hashem should, and that's the pasuk Yom Mitzvah Hashem Chazdo, the kindness of God, and of Alayla Shiro Imi, the song upon heaven, and that's in that next section called Maon. Um, studying Torah at night is also uh, Hashem surrounds us uh, based on the same pasuk, surrounds the thread of of kindness around the person in the day. The so pasuk says Yom Mitzvah Hashem Chazdo. Why? Because Alayla Shiro Imi, because his song is with with me. Others say that it's if you're also in Torah in this world, which is compared to night, then Hashem will surround the th- uh, thread of kindness around him in the Ulam Abba, which is compared to day. And that's the same Pasuk. Rabbi Levi says, when you stop learning Torah to ter- start schmoozing, then you're fed these coals and quoted a Pasuk to that effect. Okay. How do you know that place is called Shemaim? Also, it's brought a hashkifa min ma'on kachacham bin hashmaim. So you see, ma'on is in heaven. The next layer of heaven is called Mechon, and that's where there's all the storehouses of God's arsenal, basically. The snows, the hail, the bed dew, the waters, wheels, I don't know clear what that is, um, the room of powerful winds, the cave of smoke, the walls of fire, all those is hiding is, is in that sex, next section. <coughs> and then we quote a passage that those things seemingly are not in heaven, they are on earth. So the Gemara explains that actually that is <coughs> David's prayer that those things should not be so close to God's domain, so to speak. Let it be here on earth and then, you know, he can keep the storehouses not, to, not, not so nearby. Um, that was his pr- prayer of mercy. Don't let it be close to you, so to speak. Um, now, um, it's called Shemayim. Again, the Apostle refers to it as Shemayim. And the next layer is the layer called Aravos. That's where there's charity, there's righteousness, there's justice, there's charity. There's the stories of life, of peace, of blessing. The souls of the, right, of the righteous are there. The spirits and neshamos of people who are going to be created, the do that God will use to revive the dead is all in that extra section called, uh, the next section called Aravos. And um, we quote Upsukim all to that effect. And uh, that's, uh, uh, that, that we quote to all of those things, that, that, that they're in that area. Okay? Um, and... Um, Next, we said is that what else is there? The Ofanim, these various angels, the Ofanim, Srafim, Chayos HaKodesh, and Malach Hesharis, Kisya Kavod, is all in this area called Aravos. And um, it's also called Shemaim, we quoted a Pasuk because of the Gzir Shava, 
Rochiv Shamayim Be'ezrecha, and it also says Rochiv Ba'ravos Be'koshimov. So those use the same word to describe both. And it's surrounded by darkness, and we said Yashas Choshech Sisros, Yivivosov Sukasos Choshech Shamayim Avishchok. Now, the Gemara asks, is there any darkness close to God? It's not true. I, I thought it says, Unahora imeshari, it's a Pasuk in Daniel, I think. <coughs> um, so the Gemara explains that, uh, that, it's, that there's the inner room where it's light, and then there's the outer room where it's darkness, and that is the review of yesterday's stuff. <laughs>